time to find balance and be refreshed here on Every Heart, Every Woman. Every Heart, Every Woman. Get ready for uplifting music and inspiring interviews. Every Heart, Every Woman. Let's get motivated to move forward as we share our life experiences. Host Carla Nivens. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Before we jump into our interview, we're going to set the tone with just a little bit of live music. This is It Is Well. It is performed by a group that I am in called For Change. Sit back and enjoy. My 
Welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. I hope you enjoyed that hymn. It's called It Is Well, performed by a group that I'm in called For Change. Well, our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out all of the great information about Love Ministries. Just go to their website, go to loveministriesbuilds.org, and you can get all of the information about Love Ministries. Well, uh, everyone, usually we are in the studio, but we are doing our part as we have been doing for the last two weeks. We're doing our part, and we are having our interviews. They're, They're still taped live, but... We are all in our own separate homes. Our engineer is in his home. Our interviewee is in her home. And then I'm uh, in my home. So today we are welcoming Betty Hart. Betty has been homeschooling for eight years. She's done classical conversations for the past five years. She is a mother of three, a senior, a sophomore, and a fifth grader. Well, first of all, Betty, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Betty, um, we are looking forward to hearing your wisdom and your experience. And literally, we want to pick your brain because I have been talking with so many women um, and well, moms and dads, really, during this season where uh, teachers are teaching online and it's up to us now to make sure that our children are still uh, learning because we've got, what, two and a half months left of the school year. So this this is a, a very serious time. And I'm just thinking if this show can help uh, all of the parents fall in love with this season that we're in, I think we can uh, also do our part in that way. So Betty, I'm so thankful um, that you're here and Uh, We want you to speak freely and openly, like, give it to us raw, okay? (laughs) Well, I will. (laughs) We're in need of your wisdom. (laughs) So um, first first thing I was thinking, Betty, is why have you chosen to homeschool? Well, we, it was a hard, hard decision. I always swore that this would be the thing, last thing that I would ever do. And we ended up moving, having to move to California. And my oldest daughter was put into a second and third grade combo class. And it, she just, not only did she struggle with the move, but she struggled with the schoolwork and 
it, it was just, she just kept getting further and further behind. And it was every night, you know, she would come home from school and we'd spend another four, three or four hours doing homework. And there were just tears every night. And it got to the point where it was breaking my heart. It was breaking her heart. She was not enjoying it at all. Um, we had hired tutors. We had, you know, just, we were at kind of at our wits end and just with lots of prayer, um, for my husband and I, we, uh, decided that something had to give. And so we started our homeschool journey. Right. Yeah. So, um, I think the biggest question that is on all of our minds is, um, is it necessary? So when you when you moved and you started this and you started this to really help your children and, and to do what's best for your children. And that that's all of our hearts, I would think, you know, through this season, we really want to do what's best for our children here. So first question, is it necessary to keep a set schedule? Do you have to do bedtime at one time? Do you have to wake up one time, work time? playtime? Does it have to be scheduled out? <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. But okay. <laughs> you need to be flexible, right? We okay. always have okay. to have flexibility in there. Um, one thing we've got to realize in this situation, kids are coming from public school into your home. In public school, they have a very set schedule. And those kids are familiar with that. And they have an, they know what's expected of them at any given time during the day, right? Um, and they depend on that schedule. And so they're going to depend on that same schedule in your home. Um, the only thing is it's going to look very different. Why? Because guess what? Moms and dads are at home also working. And so you have to, you have to work around all of those things. Um, but yet still provide that, that stability for the, for the kids. Um, so it's always good to, to have some sort of idea. I think communication with, with the kids is key here in all situations. They need to know when you need to have your individual time to do your work, um, but yet they need to know when it is that they will have you there to help them through the thing. So you can set up, you know, certain times during the day where, Hey, I am here for you. This is the time I have. And at this time I need you to work independently, um, to read a book or to, you know, do some, do your math or whatever it is, but you need to be able to communicate with them when those times are going to be, uh, bedtimes are, you know, obviously, kids, they just need that. It's, they just need that sleep. Um, it's just so very important to have that. Uh, another thing I think you have to build into this is that playtime, that time that they can go outside, um, especially in between their heavy, you know, focus times when they're on this, when they're on their screen maybe build in a little time after that where they've got 15 minutes where they can just go outside and run around or play, or, you know, you have something for them to have a game to throw, throw out the cards and play, go fish or something of that nature. Mm -hmm. um, so I definitely have that. And I think the other thing that I think is, there's two other things I think are important here. One, let the kids have a say in that schedule. Go ahead and give 
give them an option, say, what would you like to do that we could add to this? Um, you make sure you include chores in that schedule. Uh, it's re- it's important for them to have responsibilities in, in this adventure and, and know that there's things that have to be done in, around the house because guess what? They're now going to be there a lot more and mm-hmm. the house gets a lot messier with homeschooling. <laughs> um, and so make sure that you build in that time to pick up your books and pick up your all of your schoolwork. Um, and then last but not least, I would say is make sure that there's a time when the schooling ends. Um, and you know, they, they know that, okay, I'm done with my school for the day. Now I can just be, now I can just be my kid and be, you know, coming home, like you are coming home from school, whether you put cookies on the plate or whatever you do, (laughs) I'm not a, I'm not a leave it to beaver mom. So I don't have that, but, um, but whatever it is that is their, their time to know that, yeah, school is done for the day. Instill that in that schedule. Okay. That's really good. So I I can see already that um, there are some things that I can improve because I haven't honestly set a schedule for mine. Um, I'm a person that likes the kind of the free reign and right. that's how I do my work. And And at work, they understand that that's kind of how I am. So they give me big picture and then I can go and do the details. But if if I have a student, if I have one of my kids that's kind of struggling with it, I haven't thought about the fact that at school, you're right. They have a certain set schedule. They know what they're going to do. And every time they can look ahead and figure out for themselves what's expected of them. So if they're struggling with this time um, and, you know, getting everything done and everything's kind of just really free. Now, uh-huh. um, it may be that they don't have a schedule and, and they're used to it and really need it. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be different for, for families with littles versus families with older kids. The, a lot mm-hmm. of the older kids, they are. They're, they're more independent. And they, but yet, they, this is new for them, too. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they still do need that, okay, it, you know, what project that should really take about 30 minutes and you're giving it five minutes, we may need to re- rethink that and put a little <laughs> bit more effort into that or vice versa. Yeah. You know, it could be right. taking them two right. hours and it really should only take one hour. So right. just taking right. those things into consideration is good. Mm-hmm. So Betty, an- answer this. So this is, this is one, one of my moms said, um, I'm not very patient. <laughs> so she wanted to know, how patient does she have to be <laughs> during this time of homeschooling? <laughs> yeah. So a couple of years ago, there was a movie that came out that was called Zootopia. And in that movie, there's this speedy little rabbit and she has to go to the DMV to get a driver's license checked. Um, and at the counter is the sloth. You have to have DMV patience. <laughs> That's oh, wow. what you have to have. Um, it's it's not easy. I you know I think that the key the key to this is grace, um, and you need to get real comfortable with with that concept. Um, you need to give yourself grace. This mm-hmm. is new to you. You've not you've not been put in this situation and it's been all of a sudden thrown in your face with zero preparation. 
uh, one day they're at school, the next day they're not. Um, they're in your home. And so give yourself grace. Figure out, give yourself time to figure out how this is going to work. Give your time to figure out those schedules. Give your time, uh, give yourself time to, you know, figure out what it is that you need to do and the words that they need to hear um, from you as, as the parent slash teacher. Um, and so you just give yourself grace in figuring out that role. And I would say the other side to that is give the teachers grace. Man, they have been thrown in a whirlwind. And, you know, they're not only are they having to figure out how to do this online, but there are, I mean, the bigger picture is the government, you know, um, and what is legal for them to do and what isn't legal for them to do. And all of these things that they're now having to to process and make sure that they are, I mean, we got to realize their best interests are at heart for these kids. And Mm -hmm. so it's a new place for them. Um, But there's also the thing of the fact that when they aren't there and things aren't going well, we tend to find someone to put blame on. And guess who our first target is going to be? Those teachers. And so we really need to, um, put that into perspective and and offer that grace to them, knowing full well that they have, you know, they have done done their best and they are working their hardest to make this this a, a good process for everybody. But then, third and most important is give your kids grace. You know, we, I think we in in our going through this tumultuous time. Um, we expect those kids to be jumping right alongside with us and to do it perfect. And it's not going to happen that way. Um, and so we have to give them grace to figure out how this is going to roll and to, to have those frustrating moments and to be able to express those frustrating moments, but yet also love them through those times. Um, and so just, you know, be patient. Um, you know, that verse, uh, Psalms 46, 10, be still and know I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. If you have to plaster that all over your house, plaster mm-hmm. it all over your house so that you and the kids know, hey, let's just take a moment and let's be still and know who is important here. And let's give glory to God um, through this struggle and let's, let's figure out how to do it right. That is great advice, Betty. Thank you so much for, for that and in and, and that scripture. Um, that's good. I'm going to plaster that. And <laughs> <laughs> may, may not be your verse. Pick another verse. <laughs> Whatever verse it is, pick it. <laughs> you know, that one works great. We because we, you know, we you're right. We're we're, you know, and I'm right there with. Um, every other mom really that I've talked to, uh, to prepare for this radio show, we're all, you know, we want to do this a hundred percent correct. And, you know, we want to be right all the time, but patience and, and knowing, um, that the Lord is still God over this season of life. And this season did not catch him by surprise. He knew we were going to be, absolutely, Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knew we were going to be here in this season. And so we, you know, we can do this. We, we just need to be patient. Um, I will, I will, let's, I want to ask you this bit, Betty. I talked to one mom and she said, yeah, I, you know, we're looking at 
our child's packet and it has this new math, you know, in there. Uh And so, and so I think my question now would be, what would you do if, um, what should we do if we're looking at our child's new math? I do that in air quotes, Uh um, (laughs) and, and other things and that we, we, you know, these questions that we can't answer ourselves. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, Every homeschooler, every homeschool mom has the question, how on earth did you teach your high schoolers math and Mm -hmm. science and all of this stuff? Um, So classical conversation has a unique perspective on this in that um, we as parents and tutors are lead learners. Um, and I embrace that. And I have found so much joy in that concept um, because there is one, school is very different. A math is very different from what I learned. And what I, uh, my son was showing me how to do the way he learned it um, and the other day. And I was like, I don't know. Let me, you teach me how it is and so that I can, I can work this out and we'll figure it out together. But th- that lead learner concept is you're learning right alongside side them. And so take this opportunity to relish in that and find the joy in that. And, um, <clears throat> you know, this, this scripture talks so much about wisdom and knowledge in that we are to seek that out, um, not only biblically, but guess what? to understand the Bible, we need to understand grammar and we need to understand science and we need to understand math and all of these things that um, are so important. And when, when we learn those things, we, we know the scripture so much more. And so I just embrace that. I just tell parents, embrace the fact that you don't know, and then take the steps, take a deep breath, pray about it. And then jump in and and teach them how you would learn. So some of the things I, I say is, remember that whole concept of grace. Um, then take the instructions that are there, read them, go through them and read them. Um, then read them over with the kids so that maybe that will, you know, help to kind of gel things together. Look up definitions of things that you don't know. Um, start there. That helps tremendously. Uh, there was a word my son, a math thing, word my son used on me the other day, and I was like, I have no idea what that word is. I looked it up, and oh, okay, yeah, I know that concept. Let's let's. This is what it is. But there's going to be words that you don't know, and so just just look them up. Um, look to your resources. Your teachers have worked hard. I spoke with a, one of my dear friends the other day and who's a teacher and Didi and she, she wants to be able to answer those questions that, that you have. So use those resources and they're going to provide you with the resources that you need. So take advantage of those resources. Don't kind of try not to panic. Just kind of take that deep breath, use the resources that are given to you Online is a great, I mean, there's so much online site, but beware of going online. Make sure you have a reliable source, but also, especially if you're on, go to YouTube, you know, you have to be careful, especially with the littles that they don't, you know, there's some language that's there and there's ads that may not be appropriate. Um, So make sure that you are very careful 
you go there first so that you make sure that it's it's not you're not getting into anything you don't want them to see. Right. I do think that that is one of the things that we can use in our favor. We are the encyclopedia uh, generation. So we are used to going to sources, looking up, reading, doing our research, you know, and things like that. And so I've tried to do that, you know, in this season. And also, um, like you said, the the teachers, they are online and they are um, available, you know, yeah. and so reach out to them, text yes. them, call them, yes. get on, you know, the Google chat with, with your kids and, and, and ask the questions. All right, Betty. So we've got, um, I've got some more questions, but it's time for us to take a break. Let's take a break and we will be right back. Every Heart, Every Woman, the show where women find balance, peace, and inspiration. Now let's get back to the show with your host, Carla Nivens. Well, welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. We are so glad that you've tuned in to us today. Again, we are not taping in the studio. We're not taping live in the studio during this season. We're all in our own uh, separate homes, but we are continuing to bring you great inspiration and great entertainment. And today we are talking with Betty Hart. Betty has been homeschooling for eight years. Uh, She's been doing classical conversations for the past five years. She's also a mother of three, um, which is huge, a senior, sophomore, and fifth grader. Betty, again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your time and your wisdom. Thank you. Uh, So, Betty, I just want to jump right in uh, where we left off. One of the moms that I talked to, uh, she was scared that she was making all of this, all of these mistakes, you know, teaching her children. And she uh, even joked and she said, you know what, I think I hope that when my kids get to college, there will be a box that we can check to say, I'm one of the COVID-19, you know, kids. <laughs> so there are lots of mistakes to make. <laughs> so colleges will know there are lots of mistakes made, you know. So um, we, I guess my question is what, because, I, you know, we really want everyone to calm down, you know, and, and, and take this time as in, I've got this, I, you know, I can learn this, I, I know what to do. So what mistakes, help us out here, Betty, what mistakes have you made when you began homeschooling your children? Yeah, I, you know, it's so funny. It's, you talk about the COVID, let's, let's mark the COVID-19 <laughs> box. It's so funny. Um, I think we need, to, we need to keep in mind that I, I, the teachers are all, they're, I'm a COVID-19 teacher. You know, they'll know, <laughs> the next year's teachers will know these kids what these kids went through because they went through it themselves. So mm-hmm. we need to keep that in mind. You know, they, they will, they'll be offering that grace next year. They'll be extending that grace next year. Um, but that being said, we also have a responsibility as parents, right. To, to um, desire that our, our kids take on this love of learning and this, this, you know, a, a reaching for wisdom and knowledge. And so that's important that we, we do continue that on. Um, and not waste this time that we have. But going back to the mistakes, the, the number one mistake I made uh, 
looking back on it is school is school and family is family. Um, I didn't draw the lines between being their teacher and being their mom. And so, you know, I'm with them 24 hours a day and I didn't distinguish that. When am I their teacher? and When am I their mom? I was always their teacher and I was always their mom. And they had to struggle with that as well, you know, um, and I think I'm still paying, paying the price for that <laughs> to this day. So just keep that in mind. Make sure that they are, you know, you're, when it's school, it's school and help them and love them in that, in that way. But then when it's time to be their mom, be their mom and don't try to bring in the teacher side to it when you're being their mom. Um, so just keep those two, two things distinct. Um, and having gone through that, I would say that also the, the second thing that I would take advantage of now is using a timer. Um, I'm kind of that, I, like you mentioned earlier, I kind of have this free for all. I am a little bit like that as well, especially with the older ones. We now, we are so in tune with how homeschooling works that they now know what is expected of them and what they have to do. And I can jump in on the little things that I need to jump in with to help them but they they know how to learn, and so they're able to do it themselves. Um, but with my fifth grader now, I having learned from the other two, I take advantage of that timer a lot more. Um, I set a timer and I say, okay, we're going to do this for forty five minutes, and then if you aren't done, and we'll make a game out of it. Sometimes let's see if you can get how many questions you can get done in 20 minutes. And then once that timer goes off, we're done with it. If we aren't done with the actual project, we may go outside. I may say, go run around or go get a snack or go do whatever. And then we'll come, we'll, we may do a different subject and then we'll come back to it if we have to. Um, so just things like that, take, take advantage of that and, and, it kind of go, kind of all goes back to that schedule, right? Um, be flexible with it, but yet have something for them that they know. Okay, this is when I'm in school, and this is when I just get to get to be a kid in my own home. Uh, and then also, I would say, don't be overcritical. Um, find something that they did well in everything, and make sure that you give that a praise when it's appropriate. Um, and you do want to be, you do want to give them critique and help them to do better, but do it in a way that they know that there's also praise that comes along with that and smile, smile and have fun. Just, you know, that it, it it's always goes so much better whenever you're smiling. <laughs> so yeah. put on that smile. A, a friend of mine had the, uh, this teacher friend, Didi, who in our church, there was a family who went to Wuhan, China, and they are currently have been through um, six weeks of this currently right now. And he gave some amazing tips on this. One, limit distractions. That's going to be big for the kids. Um, recognize that there's you have a parent-child relationship and a student teacher-student relationship. Your kids are very different at school right? <laughs> than they are at home because there's a different relationship there. And now all of a sudden you as a parent are being put into that role of a teacher. So recognize that um, and figure out how to manage that. Um, take breaks from the screen um, as often as you can, as much as they need to. And you'll know when they start to get edgy and 
and need that time. Uh, so make sure that you take it. When you start to see those signs, go ahead and just, you know, shut the screen down and say, okay, let's go do something else. Let's do some PE or whatever. Um, keep that communication line going. Communication is going to be key here for everybody, not only between you and the kids, but also between you and the teacher. Um, and then pray, pray before, pray during, pray after, um, just pray for guidance, for help, for patience, for mercy, for all of those, all of those things. Um, and just pray for them, pray for their love of learning and, um, their desire to, uh, to take on this challenge and the excitement in it, uh, reach out for help for help when you need to. And then I'm going to add on one other little tip in that I would say avoid high circuitry content <laughs> at this time because okay. kids in the house um, and sugary, high sugary foods really don't quite mix. <laughs> so maybe save those for, um, you know, the end of the day or whatever. I mean, it's always, it's, I don't, you just want to realize that sometimes that can affect and it, it can disrupt the whole day, especially mm -hmm. if they have those reactions to that. So mm -hmm. maybe try and, you know, throw in some good oranges and apples <laughs> in there while the, <laughs> while the learning's going on. Yeah, those 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 are great tips. Do you have more? No, I think that that's those are pretty much the key that I have. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, those those are great. Those those really are great. We've we've um, set up like different spaces in our house for our kids, you know, kind of to go to. It's like this is your learning space, and um, now so my office is where our daughter comes to. Um, to, to do her work. And, um, then we set up a space in my husband's office for, for our son. Now we have learned Betty, like you said earlier about the cleanup, we have to put the chores in there. Mm -hmm. That's one thing we didn't, because when I came in to do the radio show, there were, you know, a bunch of, um, leftover snack items <laughs> all over. And I thought I wasn't aware that she was leaving old food in here. Yeah. You, you know, that's, that's an interesting concept, though, is, is that whole space thing, especially with mm -hmm. parents working at home, because mm -hmm. what, they're on business calls, they're on, you yes. know, things of that nature. So yeah, you've got to yeah. find, find that, that space that is good for you. Um, also, you know, another, another thing that's interesting with homeschooling is music. Um, some kids, I have one daughter who, I mean, she that when music is going for some reason, it used to drive me crazy. I couldn't handle it. I was like, turn the music off. You are learning right now. But I quickly found that if there was some sort of music going in the background, that it, it kind of calmed her and she was, she was able to learn more. So each kid will be different. And that's going to be something that's going to be, you're going to have to learn in this process and give yourself like that time to figure that out because they will, each kid will learn different and need different things or need different elements, whether it's a candle, whether it's, you have some, um, you know, essential oils going or, uh, uh, like I say, just some music or something. I did limit the music. I had to, and there are times when I say, nope, okay, for this, I need all music off and we need to focus on just this or whatever. But just take advantage of some of those techniques that are out there that you may not think um, that will help to calm them and get them in that, that space to learn. Yeah, that's good. That's good. 
Betty, do you think that parents need to do anything to prepare themselves each day? Yeah. You know, that's an interesting question. I, it, it, I, for every one, I think it will be slightly different. Um, I, I personally, as a parent, I, I mean, obviously I am setting their schedule and setting up what all their, their curriculum and how that's flowing. And so every day I do prepare, I know, okay, this is what he's done. Or else I've prepared for the week. I may prepare for the week ahead of time because time, I mean, we have things that we have to do as well. Right. So, um, you, it may be a good idea for like on a Sunday night, whenever, or whenever the teacher sends the, their work over online that you read through everything yourself so that you know what is expected. And so when that child does pop up with the question of what am I supposed to do here? You can, you have it in the back of your mind. Oh, okay. This is what she was wanting you to do. There's going to be tricks to getting homework uh, back and forth. Right. So there's going to be that technical, um, um, that technicality issues that you're going to have to overcome. And so it may be a good idea to go ahead and figure those things out. Maybe send some test things to your teachers so that she knows, Hey, I just want to make sure that I'm getting this to you. Right. She's going to may have to send some homework back, um, because it wasn't done right. And that's that communication and that's okay that that happens. But um, so I would say that read through those instructions ahead of time that the teacher sends, um, then read through the instructions again with your students um, just so that communication is clear. And aside from that, you know, it's, it's really, you as a parent have to be, you kind of have to be on top of them. You can't, you can't let it be a free for all. You, I, my senior, I mean, she's been doing this for, for eight years now. I have to go to her and say, okay, do you have this done? I need to see this by this date. Um, and I will remind her several times throughout the, throughout the day, or if we miss that date, I'm like, okay, I don't have it. Here's our consequence. What are we going to do about it? How are we going to get this, you know, in time to, for the next step or whatever it is, you know, so you do, you have to ask those questions. Um, how is this going? What did, are you done with this? But you have to know what those things are in order to ask those appropriate questions. So mm -hmm. just make sure you're reading the emails or the things that are coming from your teacher <laughs> and you mm -hmm. read them in full. Okay. Uh, that's important. They're having to write long emails that they aren't used to writing. They're used to verbal communication, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so they're, ha they're having a new form of communication too. So it's important that you read everything that they send. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's great. Um, Betty, how you, you touched on this some in this interview, um, but you may have some more to add. How can parents make this season fun for the children and make it fun for themselves? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I have, this friend he, um, from high school and I, I am in communication with her via Facebook. I actually haven't physically talked to her in a long time, but on Facebook, mm -hmm. she writes these daily, uh, it, it, they're called her daily cruise reports. Okay. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's for, for, through the COVID-19 journey that she's taking. She's decided to make it a 
daily cruise for their family. And so she's made things, she's made it, she's made this adventure fun. She's done things like they have grilling demonstrations followed by dinner on the, on the deck. And, you know, that's just eating outside and watching her husband cook. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's, um, they visit the ice cream parlor, which is the freezer. <laughs> uh, they have YouTube, um, showings in the game room followed by, um, uh, uh, let's see, what are some of the things she's done? Dining room jigsaw puzzle gatherings. Uh, she has upper level boardroom game, board games. Um, so she's just made this adventure fun and something unique. Um, picnics outside uh, to take advantage of those nice weathers when it's, you know, in the midst of all the rain that we've had. Um, things of that nature. So just putting a fun spin on things can sometimes just lighten it up for the kids. And that's, it's all about just lightening it, right? Just lightening that load Mm -hmm. uh, and, and just relaxing a little bit. Some of the things my family, we love skip bows. So me and the kids will gather around and maybe even during the day, just do play some skip bow. Um, Learn a new skill. I've, I've seen online lots of people who have learned how to sew or learn how to, you know, their kids are cooking um, because they have, you know, there's all this time that they're at home now. So they will cook dinner for the family. And that's so fun for them to be able mm-hmm. to do that, to contribute um, and uh, to things like that. Um, you know, one of the things that my family has really enjoyed is, is, serving those in need. We've had fun just going out and getting non-perishable foods um, so that we can take to either the pantry or to, you know, a lot of the school districts. You think about these, these kids that the school is their, what they rely on for their breakfast and their lunch, Mm -hmm. for their food for the day for some of these Mm -hmm. kids. Right. Mm -hmm. And so just by being able to do something good in that nature, man, it just fills us up and we have fun doing it for those people that are losing their jobs, right? Um, our church has set up some, a lot of communications so that we can meet some of those needs and, um, you know, deliver groceries from six feet away, just set it on their doorstep and right. walk away, you know, but that's still serving, serving them. Um, we can't be foolish about it, but yet we also, where that need is, be present. And so our family has just had fun doing that together. Um, and just, take advantage of this time, have dance parties in the middle of the day when everybody, when it starts to get tense and it will get tense. Let me tell you, there will be tears. <laughs> so <laughs> throw on the music, put on some, some, you know, eighties jam and have a dance party. Um, what, whatever you need to do just to kind of in those tense moments, just to lighten the load, just take a deep breath and um, have a, few minutes of fun. Uh, another thing that my kids like to do every once in a while, if I'm feeling anxious or whatever, I'll say, okay, I need to see a funny video or, you know, I need to see something mm-hmm. funny. And so they'll, you know, these kids, they're online constantly. And so give me a cat video or something. And, you know, my daughter yeah. will show me some mean cat video where the cat goes and tosses something off the counter and it just makes mm-hmm. me laugh. Right. So just mm-hmm. things like that. Fine. And let them be involved in it too. Uh, let the kids be involved in that um, that fun activity. So yeah, just anything you can do to lighten the load is 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 fun. And, and learning is fun. Man, when they get those aha moments, celebrate those aha moments. You know, enjoy that. Let's get a cookie. <laughs> well, I avoid the cookie, but <laughs> during school, but do something just to celebrate those 
um, those moments when we get it. And even you as a parent, there are so many learning moments that I have that I'm like, oh, the light bulb just went off. I get it. And because we're learning it together, right? Right, Um, Right. And so just celebrate those moments, find ways to do that. That that is great, and you know, Betty. One thing I have seen in our neighborhood, um, we kind of live in a in a rural neighborhood, but I have never ever seen so many uh, families taking a walk yes. in the in the evening. Everybody's yes. you know taking a walk together, and and of course we we are doing the six feet, but mm-hmm. it's so refreshing, you know, yes. during this time to mix up the schedule. Um, because yes. usually in the evenings we have all of these for our family, we have all of these, um, uh, athletic things to do. So we, you know, we haven't had the opportunity since maybe the summer to even just walk down our streets, you know, yeah. and yeah. we, we had a funny moment the other day. Um, there's, you know, some, they're little small dogs, but they can get under their, <laughs> under their fence and so I didn't know if they were going to come bite us of course they weren't you know they were just coming out to bark and to you know yeah. make a yeah. ruckus but man doing those dogs because I was thinking of course they can't get out of their, <laughs> their fence yes they can so I turned around running backwards the kids are cracking up laughing at me you know we just had you know, a great time. Once we all come down and know, okay, the dogs aren't coming to bite us. They're just coming to see why are you walking fast, you know, our yard. Um, but so much fun, you know, there's, yeah. there's so many things that, that we can figure out to do uh, so that we can in, enjoy this. I love the making just the regular things fun. Like yeah. we're going to the ice cream parlor, which means yes. we're getting ice cream out of the ice cream out of the freezer. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I love that too. I was like, this woman, and you know, there are some smart people out there. Mm-hmm. And so take advantage of those. Don't reinvent the wheel. <laughs> take some of their right. ideas. And have right. fun with right. it. Right. Yeah. Another teacher friend of mine, they put out a video, the dance. I, I apologize. I don't know what the dance is, but it is a certain thing. And uh, it is a thing. And so they, they've been every night, they do a post of this is what we did tonight. So sometimes they play board games. This one time they did this, this uh, video, whatever that <laughs> dance is. And so they were all in the line and all of them took a turn doing it. And it. it's so much fun, you know, cost yeah. nothing, but you know, and, and that's with teenagers, you know, yes. so the teenagers loved it, loved yes. that, that yes. video, you know, yeah. on, on social media. So there's so many things that we can do in this time. And Betty, thank you so much. I think your your answers, it helped me, number one. Um, your answers were so uh, enlightening and um, we appreciate you sharing your uh, wisdom with us. And, um, and we also want to encourage you, Betty. I mean, you are doing just such a beautiful job for your family um, and, and being just, you know, kind of a great champion for your children, for their education. So, um, we thank you so much. Uh, everyone, our radio show is a program of Love Ministries. Love Ministries is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Go to loveministriesbills.org. You can get all of the great information about Love Ministries. You can keep up with me and all of the things that the Lord has me doing and my family doing in this season of life. Go to carlanivens.com. That's Carla with a K. 
And also, if you have a question for Betty, uh, you can submit it to me and, and I'll um, kind of pass that question along to Betty. And she, I know she's got more wisdom than what she shared with us today. But you know what, you all, in this season of life, God has God is still in control and he is empowering us to care for our children in the in the right way in the season of life. So just be patient and and just uh, keep going. Make this time fun. Make the ordinary things fun uh, for yourself and for your children. Reach out to your teachers. They love your children. They love their students. I know that they are hurting because they're not with you know their their beloved children uh, every single day. But I've been texting my. Uh, children's uh, teachers, and uh, they love hearing from me. And so I know that uh, your students, their their teachers want to hear from you. They want the questions. They want to help you. They are in this with you. Um, just um, just put on your your um, kind of like your season of joy. Just just take this on with joy. Um, the Lord has got this. So everyone. Um, we, uh, we will be back with you next week. We're so excited that you are still tuning in with us. We pray that all of our radio shows are inspirational to you and as well are entertaining. We will be back with you next week. 